In recent weeks, a rash of murders has swept the city. Police are calling it the work of a serial killer, but when questioned about this statement, police spokesman Daniel Garfield refused to comment. All authorities will say at the moment is that each victim received a voicemail minutes before they were killed, saying, quote, be careful. Once again, be careful. Police are still investigating the events and ask that anyone with information about these murders contact them immediately. Tom shut off the TV, sick of bad news for the night. A glance at the clock on the wall tells him that it's four minutes past three. Tom sighs. His wife won't be home for another hour, at one past. She's happened working the hour at least. She's been working the night shift all week. Don't I have a friend on the police force? I should call him sometime, he thought. Tired of waiting, Tom crawls into bed and falls asleep, thinking of the recent murders. Tom awake next to his wife. She must have come home sometime last night. Poor thing looks dead tired. Tom decides to just let her sleep. Getting up and around, Tom flicks on the radio in time to hear, Murderer struck again last night. The same message was found on the voicemail of the latest victim. Police are continuing investigation. Off again goes the radio. Still raving about that serial killer. Tom grumbles his way to the coffee machine. When the phone starts to ring, he freezes. What if… No, it couldn't be. That kind of thing happens to other people. Nonetheless, his hand shakes just slightly as he reaches for the handset. Tom picks up the phone, his hand shaking even worse now as the connection comes through. He hears a voice on the other end take a breath as his blood freezes in his veins. Hey. I was just starting to wonder if you would ever pick up. It's Jim, Tom's friend on the police force. Tom breathes a sigh of relief. Thank God. Sorry, I was busy, he mutters, feeling ridiculous, not to mention slightly embarrassed, for thinking it could possibly be the killer. Listen, the force gave me the day off, so I was wondering if you wanted to go out for breakfast. Just us guys, like old times. I want to get my mind off of these murders. But look, my car's in the shop, so if you could come pick me up in 10. Sure, sure, Tom agrees. They exchange goodbyes and hang up. It's about a 10 minute drive to his house anyways. So Tom scribbles a hasty note to his wife and heads out the door. He gets held up in traffic on the way and ends up arriving about 15 minutes late. He walks to the front door mentally preparing an apology as he taps the bell. No one answers, so he rings again. Bolting out the front door, Tom's only thought is to get out of the house as fast as he can. Forget the cops, he just wants to be away from the grisly image of his best friend lying dead on his own floor. Tom heads to the one and only place he can think of, back home. He slams the door shut behind him. Tom reaches the kitchen and calls for his wife. But his voice catches mid-yell. His tracks aren't the only ones. He hears the click of the lock behind him. As his wife's voice gently says, 
I just wanted you to be careful. 